Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Vengeance Day, February 14th, 2021. Take over the breaks over. Welcome to the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Justin Labar. The three of us together again, because Raj Giri had plans tonight. But we're here. <laughs> we're discussing takeover. I'm just waiting, by the way. Cameron Grimes swimming in money. Where's the animated gif saying when Raj Giri gets those super chats? Just showing Raj, you know, Cameron rolling around the $100 bills. Uh, so good to see you both. Matt, what did you think of takeover tonight? Very uh, long, good, but very long. Um, some we'll get into each match. Obviously, I'll tell you which ones I obviously I really like more than others. But um, as a whole, it was a good show. It's always really well executed. All their matches, all their all the stories they tell in the ring. This wasn't any different. But um, I don't know. Felt a little long in the tooth uh, once this show was at the very end. Because mm. there was no there was no filler match tonight. These were all essential matches, right? I mean, we had two Dusty Cups. We had women's uh, title match, North American title match, the main title match. I mean, there was no there was no squash. There was no cool down. This was just go, go, go. I, I, felt, I felt cashed out after the women's title match. I agree with that. Yeah. 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 I, I... I didn't. I don't think it was long. Was not the first thing that comes to mind. Maybe just because, like, I you know, when I compare it to Raw or something like this, I like two and a half hours. But I, I do kind of agree. We, by the time we got to the main event, I was like, "Holy hell, we have been in fifth gear." I feel like this whole show. Like, what, what, what now? What can we do now? Yeah, and uh, then also tonight, dropping a big ending, teasing or not teasing, starting the breakup of Undisputed Era. Um, we had uh, LA Knights. Make his debut, LA Knight. Make his debut tonight. The former Eli Drake it was very exciting. Uh, although Matt, is it a bad thing if you debut and all everybody's talking about is your name? And like, oh, I can't believe that's what they chose for the name. Like, kind of stepping on your own pop there, right? Man, for him, I'm gonna say no. For 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 somebody, nobody's right. Then that's the problem when you come back and you don't go with the name that they all know you by. Uh, they're going to sit there and criticize the name and be like, 
because they know one brand for so long and they're trying to switch that brand overnight essentially and it's just a shocker to everybody but uh they'll get over it because he's talented as hell and he's going to be hitting home runs before you know it there yeah the name thing that every you know unless you're one of the few that's very lucky this aj Styles, samojos unless you're really lucky to, to keep the property that you've built it's always the, the first night that that's always the buzz thing on social media it's oh my god i'm so used to this name i don't I, now they're calling him this a month from now as, not even as long as, as long as long as he, he'll still be doing his L.A. night. He'll do the same thing he did with, with with Eli Drake, but with this new name. Watch. Yeah. I don't know. L.A. night. L.A. makes uh, the name Eli look cool for once. Uh, but, no, this show tonight was very good. Very well done. Start to finish. Top to bottom. Uh, starting off with the women's Dusty Tag Team Classic Finals, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Versus Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart, and uh, Raquel and Dakota picking up the win. Matt, were you surprised by this? No, not at all. Um, two, two. They're not going to put Raquel Gonzalez on any trajectory on any trajectory other than winning. Hmm. Um, they've got the most money in her. You could tell. Um, I, this just made sense to me. Justin? Yeah, I had them. I had I had the heels and them one in for the girls, and then I had the faces for the and then and the men's dusty, which we'll get to. This was a good. I mean, this was a solid opener. There was a few p- points in the in the middle of the match where the faces were doing some of the traditional heel tag spots, mm. like like going over and knocking the other person off the off the apron and doing the, and the sh- some shenanigans with the ref. So that was a little odd for a moment. It's almost like they just swapped roles, but that's I guess a nitpick. Beyond that, it was fun to watch. There were some spots that these girls did, especially the having having. I think they had Ember. I think they had Ember on their shoulders, and then they jumped to their cross body on the outside. I, I, that, I mean, there were some spots that I like went woof that you know weren't regular spots we see from these ladies. But yeah, real, real solid opener for sure. They should keep Ember and Shotzi together. They were a hell of a lot of fun together. Yeah, and they kind of took ownership as a team. You know, both, both having some green hair, and they started they were started wearing gear. That was that was insane. Yeah. I, they they felt like a tag team, which I always think is crucial when you take two singles people randomly and. Yeah, this did not feel makeshift. They really gelled, and I think there's a lot of potential for them staying together. But this was a great match. Hot way to start the show. Uh, Combo Breaker, Buck99, saying, did it only feel long because there wasn't any filler tonight? Hmm. Uh, North American uh, title match, kind of, to me, was the dip. Yeah. As we go through the match, I'll let you know. I I just remember this main event. This was good. We got done finishing by so by the time, um, undisputed, you know, guy all got out there and they did their storyline out there. Um, it it didn't it didn't. I don't know. For me, it didn't. I didn't give a shit because I was exhausted. I was drifting on and off out of sleep. If I'm being honest, at that mm. point, I had to keep rewinding it so I could get on here and talk about it. So I was like, it, it, and that's not fair because Pete Dunne and you know, Finn wrestled an amazing match. I just don't give a shit about Finn's character there. Yeah. I don't care about his character one iota, and I was pissed that Don didn't win. If tonight had been the two women's matches and the men's Dusty final, that would have been like the most burner two-hour pay-per-view ever. I mean, those three matches were so hot. I think the challenge with the North American title is I don't think they've ever succeeded in really making it feel 
uh, even on the level of the Intercontinental Championship, I mean, it really feels B-level. I don't think – there hasn't been a hot feud for that in a while. Um, and then with the main event, I feel like with both Dunn and Balor, these guys are kind of the same thing with Gargano, right? Like, Dude, man, that Gargano we, match was fucking off the chain, though, Glenn. That it was, was really good. Ridiculously good story. Really but when story. someone's there that long, though, in NXT, and NXT, one of the key selling points, right, is that they have so much turnover. To be an NXT veteran is kind of – I don't know. You're taking spots. You're taking slots to keep bringing in new talent. I'm not saying that's a bad thing necessarily, but you know, uh, to use the SNL comparison, it's kind of like you know when Horatio Sands is in his tenth year on SNL. So no one thinks of him as the breakout. I'll, I'll, star give, an ex- I'll give an example of wasting slots in there, and I'll say it right now. It's um, uh, um, what do you call it? The guys that Jesus was. I'm half half asleep. My apologies. Um, the guys at the end. Um, undisputed cool. era. Thank you. Two out of three. Of the undisputed era. No offense to him, but whereas at least Johnny Gargano changed his character, where at least he's one of the hottest acts on the show, where at least he's getting other talents way more over and making you care about people like uh, uh, um, uh, Austin and people like that that I normally didn't give a crap about previously. And then again tonight, his opponent, I've been on him for so long. I thought his character was super corny. I didn't get the stupid time splitter gimmick that he's did in Japan. Mm. I sure as hell didn't get what he was doing with it here in NXT. Um, but guess what? I didn't care about it tonight because tonight in that match, Gargano did such a damn good job of making me care about that guy. And he wrestled an amazing match, but they all can wrestle amazing matches. Yeah. Tonight's the first time I saw myself actually really caring about his opponent more than I had in the past. I'm just... Again, I didn't like Gargano at first. I, I just wasn't a big fan of his, but he's proved me wrong time and time and time again. He's freaking awesome. No, it was a good match. I just wonder kind of like what, what's next uh, for that. I thought she did tonight, but Not you're right, man. He needs, this, he needs to stay there. I don't want him going to Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. I don't. Well, I, I mean, at this point, right, Hope that not. would be uh, – well, and, and I almost feel like he's like one guy that Triple H has been able to protect and say I get to keep him. Because back when 205 Live first came back around in the fall of whatever it was, four or five years ago, Johnny was initially supposed to be on 205 Live, and they even advertised it as such for about a week or two, pulled it back, yeah. kept him in NXT. And I know there's been other times where the booking has looked like, yeah, we're booking Johnny because he's getting ready to be done with NXT, and then he's been able to stay. So I don't know what I don't know. I don't know if it's Vince doesn't care or Vince forgets or injuries, Triple H loves him, but injuries at the wrong time. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but well, I mean, yeah. I don't want to hold this up, though. I apologize. No, what, what no, it? no. It's good to talk about this. I mean, I think um, that's kind of part of it, too, right? With Kushida, this felt more straightforward tonight, not leaning on the Marty McFly uh, back to yeah. the future gimmick. He told I, a great story out there. Jesus Christmas, what a great story they both told. Like, I was so impressed by that. To wrestle an entire match that way. Like, that's old school. What we get on these younger t- – I sound like an old grizzled vet here. But uh, – these younger towns today, one of the things that we get on them about is that they don't tell stories out there. They don't work a damn body part to save their lives. All they do is what we call as meat chop, meaning you get all your shit in, you hit all your high, you, all your high end moves, all your flashy offense, and then yeah, some flip flop and flying thrown in there on top of it. And while that's exciting, there is no psychology behind any of it. Mm-hmm. Tonight, with with the way Gargano structured that match, gosh darn, on both of their ends. They kept going back to the same body parts um, over and over and over, and they did it in innovative ways. 
There was only like one spot in that match that was a little hokey, and that's it started off really cool. It's when they kept reversing out of each other's stuff. They, they kept like trying to like go into a headlock. The guy would pull out of it. And, and they just they went bump 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 like that. They kept trying to uh, get out and reverse out of each other's stuff, and they did it too quick where the ref wasn't able to get down and even make the one count. Um, and that's really picking nits for the record, uh, if I'm being honest. But I was just so impressed by the old school uh, ring psychology that they were using out there with new flashy offense that I was just talking about. I liked it. Yeah. So this was second match on the night, and you know, normally when you put when you're putting a show together, you know, if you have an opening match like you did with those women, that 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 was what that was. Normally your second match is your cool down match. Normally it's yeah, the, yeah it, you, you have a rhythm. And then when I watched this match and how good it turned out to be, and, and Matt just listed everything that I would would put over with it. When that, that second match was done, I was like, "Holy hell, that's the second match!" Like, yeah, got me excited for like, well, there is no slowdown tonight. <laughs> What's the main event going to be? That's what I'm right. thinking about. Yeah. Right, exactly. But Matt, to kind of your point about it feeling longer, isn't that kind of part of the the issue though? Is that there's like there's no get up, there's no bad. It's like seeing Bruce Springsteen in concert. It's like three hours of like all songs you recognize and love. Born in the USA over an entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And by the end of it, you're just like, I need a nap. Like this was too much. This was too much rocking for me. Yes, and too too sustained. But no, I, it was very good. And I even, can't believe I'm complaining about it. But I can't believe I'm complaining about it. But you know, yes, do you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's the thing. I mean, but no, this was really good. I love the opening match. I thought, like I said, the second match was good with Gargano, though. I don't know. I haven't been gar- excited by Gargano in a while, but I say that is primarily a takeover watcher, not a week to week TV watcher. Mm, okay. You got, yeah, his, oh, that's right. You don't cover this on Wednesday. So, Glenn, he's started an entire cult. Oh. He's started a brand new cult, and it is hilarious. You've got, yeah. I swear I would not overrate this because again, I used to bury this guy every week because I just didn't see it in him. I, th- I saw him as a proverbial uh, um, underdog baby face, always fighting from underneath, getting the crap kicked out of him every match, and then to pull out some win at the end. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what I saw as his ceiling. And when I, turned him heel, when I turned him heel, I'm like, hell no, he's no way he, that will ever be believable. He's proven me wrong. He's so good at this. Yeah, Glenn. It's a group of people that are—they're all his entire group. They're all just self-indulgent, uh, but yet they're—they're—they're they're, they're petrified of Dexter Loomis, who—you know—who oh, obviously Loomis there in the entrance when they're walking backstage grabbed, yeah, Austin Theory and Chloroform or whatever with them. Even uh, Austin, like even Austin Theory, we care about now. Like, yeah, I, it's crazy how good—it's it's good, Glenn. Well, I'll have to check it out. I'll check out more of a recap. I just didn't have uh, time to get fully caught up today before yeah. tonight's show. But uh, it's interesting they're going that direction with him um yeah every match night was great but yeah almost too much too much of a good thing uh with uh, just how much we saw tonight um both these matches god and then to go from uh these in go from uh, these two matches into the men's dusty finals with msk versus the grizzled young veterans so msk only made their debut what like five weeks ago six weeks ago <laughs> in nxt and they won the dusty classic yeah, on the man. Men's side tonight yep Hell of a way to start uh, with the W. You know, you're starting WWE, right? Good lord, yeah, good for them. And uh, of course, this was formerly the Rascals in Impact, uh, now on NXT. So I will say, with this match, it, or as, we're, as we're as our theme has been talking about lengths and and, and rhythms and yeah. all, this match obviously this match was there was just some phenomenal spots. There were there was about three or four spots prior to the actual finish. Where I was like, that can be the finish. Yeah, and and I look back and I like, I mean. 
Girls are Young Vets do a 450. MSK then they later do like some crazy whatever number. And like based upon the feel and where they got to, I kind of think that could have been in. And I feel like they they stretched it out for like another five minutes that started to feel like you're you're you're, you're losing me on the falsies. You, you had me over here, but now it went a little long. That said, it was a very – I mean, the innovative offense that these teams, especially MSKs, brought in their undefeated streak uh, debut to NXT is just – it's 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 fun to watch. I thought they were – they looked great tonight. They looked like absolute stars, love their gear. Uh, I think this is a great debut for them, and I could see them easily winning the NXT Tag Champs. Oh, yeah, for sure. From here. Uh, Irish Wrestling Entertainment. Hey, it's uh, our guys. Yes, uh, with the super chat saying hi, guys. Sending love to you all. Love Takeover nine ten out of ten, and to my wife Elizabeth, who'll be watching this tomorrow together. Eight years. Wow. Stay safe. Uh, happy right. Valentine's Elizabeth, Day to you both. Elizabeth Roush or Rush, yes. one of the two. Congratulations. Oh, absolutely. Um, hey, let's take a moment and thank uh, the sponsor of this episode. If you've ever watched this podcast and thought, you know. <laughs> I love listening to you talk, but man, I could go to hear from Matt and Glenn to just talk for like three hours more after this show and take questions from the audience about random topics. Then you need to join us on stereo. Stereo is where we have our live after party exclusively every Monday night after our raw coverage ends. Now stereo is a live social conversation app where you can be the host part of the conversation or simply listen. They've got thousands of live social conversations with a wide range of genres for every interest, including news, comedy, sports, and more. And again, you could choose to host your own chats on there, uh, participate as a guest in someone else's, or simply just listen in. And what we love about it is it allows us to have a more direct relationship with you, the audience, because you can ask questions on stereo. And we must've got through like 30 or 40 of them last Monday, Matt. Uh, I feel like we definitely got closer to our audience. Uh, we could have uncensored conversations, uncensored opinions, exclusive content, and uh, the stereo app is absolutely free. So here's all we want you to do. Go to the app store for uh, iOS or Android, download the stereo app, install it. And when you sign up, stereo.com slash Matt Morgan, stereo.com slash Glenn Rubenstein, follow us both. You'll be notified whenever we go live. Uh, we've been doing every Monday night. I'll be doing some additional uh, pop-ups throughout the week. NYC Demon Diva, also our Friday co-host. She's on Stereo. Follow her as well. And, uh, hey, we thank Stereo for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Matt, I don't know if we're going to top last this past Monday, but tomorrow night we're going to try. So be sure to join Stereo, tune in, and uh, get those questions ready because you steer the conversation. And we've been having such a good time with this. A credit to Matt. You're up to what, like 3 in the morning some of these nights it feels like? doing these chats on stereo they're fun though it just takes it, it takes off that's the part i like most is like we can have a structure to it that we kind of stick like say we want to stick to but it never goes that way because it, it ends up going in the direction that you all drive it in that's what's cool about this show all the other podcasts you guys listen to all the other talk shows you may call into have a structure they stick to they don't let you all drive the show you guys all literally drive our show yeah it's been great, and we uh, we learned so much. Matt and I have been getting so personal on there, so be sure to follow us, download the app, and be ready for tomorrow night, the after show, as it were, exclusive to Stereo. Matt Morgan, Glenn Rubenstein, we're doing this tomorrow night, and we thank Stereo for sponsoring the podcast. Yeah. Krana Shah, speaking of Stereo, Krana's got some great questions uh, on Stereo. Uh, $2 saying, Adam Cole shocked the system tonight, and by the way, nice hat, guys. There you go. All the ha we didn't coordinate this. Although, Matt, I took off my camo hoodie before I came on tonight. We would have sort of matched. Um, 
<laughs> but that was good with Adam Cole tonight. I think I'm curious where they go with this with Undisputed Era. Darian Moore, $5, saying this match was amazing. My first time watching MSK. I think for most people, it was their first time cool. watching them. Yeah, that's cool. Their tandem offense is just amazing to watch. No, absolutely. Um, so let's talk about this women's championship match. Oh, before that, uh, Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes is rich now. I don't know when this happened, but I'm 100% in favor of it. So Yes. It, so, Glenn, just to fill you, it started last Wednesday. He reappeared after being gone for weeks. And you know, and, and so you probably don't know why he's rich. GameStop? He's rich off of GameStop. Yes, that is... <sighs> That is That's the last time I ever take stock advice from Reddit. That was a bad mistake. Dude, dude, this was so I was so okay with this last week when it just came out of left field. I think everybody is. They're like, this is hilarious. He's doing really good with it. I, I actually Crazy. laughed out loud watching this and then and, and they, you know, they have the, the corny ass country rap song and, and, and they managed to rhyme kiss my grits. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was just uh, this was this was great. This is I, I'm all for this. Yes, I think this guy. I mean, I think he's going to be massively over if he ever comes up to the main roster. I mean, just, I think he's such a good wrestler. I was with when I went back to TNA a couple times, so my son, I could say my son watched me, you know, wrestle a couple times um, after I retired. Um, he was a big deal on the cruiserweight division. I remember hmm. Cameron Grimes, and he was really, really. He still is. He, he's insanely talented in the ring. I just don't like that they're making him too ha-ha, too funny guy, and too almost Santino-ish to a degree. Oh. Um, but but I'm hoping with this, even though this is more ha-ha, it's a different kind. And, and I hope it sticks for him, and I hope he's able to hit it out of the park because inside that ring, I mean, he, he's like straight up Hardy Boy, Shane Helms, that, that, that uh, part of the world type of wrestling trained. Carolina. You know what I mean? He comes out of Omega, that kind of that kind of training. He has a good pedigree, and he's really talented in that ring. I just, you know, I, he's he'd be a really good babyface too, quite frankly. Um, hopefully, you know, they're able to do something with this character. Oh, if, if he's still doing some version of this character, when they can actually start getting some real congregation of fans back together, if the character's still clicking, I mean, I can see an entire arena just with him in unison chanting "To the moon." I mean, like he's yeah. he's got it there. He does. Uh, Stellar Justin Lopez, $10, saying apologies to Cameron Grimes for calling him nothing but a Heath Slater clone on this podcast. After his promo. Well, I think, I mean, there are some parallels. Uh, After his promo in that video, I'm completely over for his million dollar man character. Uh, Hashtag eat my grits. Everybody likes a hillbilly that gets some money. It's true. Beverly Hillbillies ran for like 10 years. I'm a Kid Rock fan. Everybody. Dude, Glenn, 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 do we correct them with it's not eat my grits? Yeah, it's, it's kiss my grits. grits. Uh, I, grits. Come on. Well, from Mel's Diner. Anybody? Oh, like Gene Holiday. Still alive. Uh, man, I loved Alice was such a good show. And Flo, her spinoff, not as good, but Flo was amazing on that show. Uh, WWA Wrestling with Attitude 499 says, wants to ask Matt what it was like to get stink-faced. Go back and watch it. My face was turned. Um, so I don't know. That's what it was like. <laughs> uh, even, even then too close, right? I mean, just, I don't know. I don't know if the question is, the question is, does it smell? No. Um, yeah, I, would think... <laughs> I don't know what's like, again, as soon as it comes in, you turn your cheek at the last second. Kayfabe, Matt Morgan. It's supposed to, you're supposed to say it smells like the worst porta potty in a hot day of summer. Oh, 
that. <laughs> I take that back. Yeah, there you go. It's Valentine's Day, folks, and this is what we're talking about. I like Keisha. I don't want to make, you know, that's not nice. <laughs> okay. Um, triple threat for the NXT Women's Smell title. like roses. Smell like roses. <laughs> Tony Storm. Valentine's Day roses. Tony Storm versus Mercedes Martinez versus Io Shirai. Matt, were you surprised that Io Shirai retained? Ugh. I was disappointed she retained, but um, great match. And this is where I, hmm, as a fan, if we have X amount of points or energy worth of, let's say, emotionally investing into something in a show for that matter, this is when I was done after this match tonight. This was when I was I went on my roller coaster ride throughout that match. Yeah, and I was done after that. H Hogan slammed Andre. He dropped the boot. One, two, three. That's it for me. No more matches. I'm done. Yeah, um, that's what I felt like tonight. This um, could this have been the main event easily, and that's saying something because the main event was good in retrospect. Um, to be fair, but it wasn't. I didn't think it was better than this. No, this was awesome. Yeah, personally, I was hoping for Tony Storm to win it. Um, Same here. Felt for the girls too. The their they, their table spot got blown because the table just crashed ah, on its piece own. of crap table. Yeah. yeah, so I felt bad because I could I could see Tony. You, you look, you can see everybody. We could all see Tony Storm's face. She was now like racing, like okay, <laughs> now what do I do for a big moment out here? So I mean, go back I, and watch. And this is where wrestlers why they had long hair, guys. In the past, and you always say why do wrestlers have long hair? This is why. What's well, one to look like a rock star, and two. You flip it forward so you can sit there and talk to your opponent. Oh, ah. shit. What do we do now, Mercedes? And you can see her doing that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. That sucked. Yeah, but from this point, I mean, I could tell they were kind of, you know, they were trying to call their audible. I mean, uh, <coughs> they get through. But, yeah, I mean, it, this match definitely felt a little... They did their best. But I, I, I walked away from it. I was like, ah, I, was like, I feel like they had... I feel like they we're shooting for something better than that. I, that the referee me. screwed up at the end too. Am I well, not screwed up? Wow. But, um, he should have gotten down to count at the very final uh, sequence of the very, very, the very finish of the match. Rather, um, there was a pin attempt and the referee tipped off that. Uh, um, uh, Shirai oh, she, was jumping wasn't off the there top yet. Road. Yes. No, you're right. Yeah. The, the ref stood there for about a minute or, or a second or two. Stupid. To like, he should yeah. have been down counting at least a one count, and then Shirai hits that sent yep. on honor, whatever the hell it was, and then pinning one, two, three, and stealing the win. Um, you know what I mean? He kind of tipped their hand with that. But that's, again, I'm picking it. This match was really, really good. The psychology in it, again, was very good. Um, I did go back and forth between wanting Mercedes Martinez to freaking you know, win. And you know what I mean, Antony Storm. And I think when you're in that situation, that's a really good match. When somebody's able to get you to get away from who you originally were coming into the match to root for. Yeah. Well, and from this, Mercedes Martinez has been granted like the the greatest gift. The greatest gift was that she had to do a few <laughs> weeks in retribution because now everything that I watch for an NXT, I'm like, well, this is just it's so just much better than it, so like, much it, better. <laughs> you know, I'm just like. <laughs> this is so Dude, much better than the she crap she's been doing. Justin, she has a real life get out of jail card free. Yeah. And she's played it. Yeah. Lucky. Brett Murphy, $5, saying, even though she's still getting, or even though she's getting a tag title opportunity, I still think it's Raquel's time to kill EO and take that title. Um, I mean, she'd, the, be, she'd be dominant. There's so many credible women in NXT that could be yes. in championship material, right? Yes. Like, and by the. Three to four or five of them. 
Yeah. And by the way, I guess that's a great segue real quick. It's not in our title, but real quick, just to mention, because I know Raj always wants us to mention news to drive back to the site. Uh, Taya Valkyrie signed uh, oh. to NXT. To... Oh, really? Yeah. That'd that's the report. That's what, that's what we're hearing. There's some more character in that. Well, they already have tons of characters in that division. This is a very good welcome addition to it. Mm-hmm. She's got a good character. If they let her do it. Hopefully they do. Um, that's big news. That's a, I'm, I'm happy for her. Um, back to what you're saying, though, Glenn, about any woman, not anyone, but lots yeah. of these women could be champions. Look at, Io, look at Io Shirai. I did not think when Shirai won that title, she should have won it. I, mm-hmm. I had we, we had all the like four other women that we thought sh- oh, should yeah, be yeah. Her for it. You know what I mean? So that is how deep this this damn division is, man. It is crazy deep. Talent. I mean, not to beat a dead horse on this. They need more TV, especially for the women, because they just keep signing talent. They keep developing talent. They've got so many superstars. Right there. <laughs> you just said right there. Ty of Valkyrie now? Like, come on. Like, they well, do need its own show. They do need their own show. Well, and I think now with uh, next month with the network moving to Peacock, Peacock I, think, yeah. I, I, think, I think that will probably trigger – adding new content in the form of let's give let's give up the women two hours of their own each week or an hell hour yeah whatever. that'd be great and i could see that i could see peacock getting on board with that i mean that's that's almost more marketable than uh a lot of the the, the regular product right now and what they're doing with the men but um she got so much i mean i think almost any woman on the card tonight is, could credibly be nxt champion and the other talent sign with that too real quick is that this past week when we did our you know whenever we we did our triple h call ahead of this takeover uh it was brought up again so brought up before and he normally kind of is more dismissive of it but but that but this particular call this past week he he entertained and talked more about the philosophy and when he was asked are you going to create more titles in nxt for the women and he and, and he was like more he was he talked more openly about like more programming more titles maybe if it makes sense he doesn't want to water it down but like mm. but just by his answer based upon previous that to me I was like all right yeah well, they got something mm. lines coming you know EO retaining tonight was good and this match was fantastic Sean Wiley five dollars saying NXT does anarchy randomness swerves better than anyone else and the next North American champ Kyle O'Reilly the next NXT uh, the next great NXT babyface. Mm. I, I'm trying, dude. I'm trying to like O'Reilly. I, I'm as a face, whatever. I'm trying. I, I just, I don't know. I'm not there with him yet. They still, Honestly, yeah. Glenn, three out of four of them. I just, just, eh, man. It's always for me. He's been Adam Cole. See, I think though, at like. Okay, so the guys have risen up a bit, right? The backing band of Undisputed Era has risen up a bit, but at the same time, I feel like Adam Cole, to me, and again, as a primarily a takeover watcher, Adam Cole has come down a little bit. So I feel like they're almost all on the same level now. But again, like it's gone both ways and how we've gotten there. Yeah, I was going to say, it's the complete opposite way this this was supposed to work. Yeah. Um, he's supposed to be bringing them up. And, I, and to be fair to them, they're all nasty in the ring. All three of them. Well, they can all wrestle. Free- they can really more than just wrestle um from a wrestler's perspective honestly you could tell how like they're they're actually head and shoulders better than 90 percent of that talent in that ring there which is saying something because nxt is really that deep and really that good but again with that said their 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 characters though is where it's lacking for me and where they lose me there's nothing in those three characters that make me want to care about them yeah 
Yeah, and that's, that's the thing going in this main event, though. It's kind of the same thing. And I say this, you know, as early as I said about Gargano, I'm just anticipating uh, the angry tweets. But same thing with Balor and Dunn. And I say this wearing my Balor Club shirt here. I love Finn Balor, but it's just it doesn't feel as vital, right? When he came back to NXT, it was really exciting. What's he going to do now? He's NXT champ. That's super incredible. Great. But we don't have the demon anymore. Like, nope. we need some reinvention. You can't just have the same top guys, at least with Gargano, what you're telling me, they're doing a different storyline, different take on his character now. With Balor, this to me still feels like the less exciting version what of What am Balor. I missing here? Why are you get okay, you want to talk about beating a dead horse? You know, we're we've we've killed the horse, we've 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 dug it back up again and we're beating it again. This is how many times I've talked about this. Why not just do the damn demon character? The other mm. stuff is not working. Yeah, not his fault. Injury screwed him over royally when he first won that title, uh, Monday Night Raw. Remember that when, mm-hmm. when he first came in, um, or was a pay per view? Sorry, Summer, SummerSlam. Um, yeah. SummerSlam, right? Yeah. What a great springboard! He was super over, and from there it's been a tough time for him. Stop with this stuff. Go with the demon character. You sell more T-shirts. You're gonna sell a ton of merch. I just don't get why they're fighting this. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, and I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I do think, though, my prediction, I do think that we might see the Demon come back at least one more time. You're right, though, Matt. It makes you wonder why not do it regularly. But I think he and Karrion Cross at WrestleMania is destined to happen with the NXT title. I think they, I think that's I think that's where we're headed, ultimately. Um, Which will be a great match again. I just, again, I don't know. I just don't care about this character of, of his yeah. at the moment. There's nothing there for me. Layers, nothing to it that I'm just like... Oh, look out. It's Finn Balor. He's going to come kick you. Like, I, there's nothing there. I, I don't know what else to say other than he's looks like a million bucks. He passes every bit of my look test, right, of what a superstar so, should look like. I just – because I feel like I've seen this demon thing that I was so enthralled with. Like, that was, like, my favorite character. Joey Dorgen throw is, it away. Joey has an interesting point saying NXT is missing characters. I think that's what you're missing. I mean, they're not missing characters, but to have – Kind of the most boring guys be the champs no, is the problem no, because there are no, so many characters. I no, do remember characters are all in the women's division. Go yeah. watch the show again. The women are incredibly they're all individually different. You know that you can see it from a mile away when they walk to the ring, from the color of their hair to their to their outfits to whatever they're wearing, they distinct themselves they make themselves distinctly different from each other. Uh, visually and then character wise as well. So whoever's writing for the women's division, if their storylines is doing an amazing job and I don't get why they can't do the same thing and get the same depth to the men's division with these characters. Now they'll get Karen cross is a badass character. Yeah. There are some really good characters. There are in the men's division, but where is Finn Balor's? Yeah, I, I will say with the demon thing, I remember early on when he was on Raw and SmackDown, they did they you know they showed us the some behind the scenes stuff like it did a feature on him and like when he gets all that body spray and paint and everything, it is like a it's it like a forever. Separate, yeah, unless, so, that, unless that's the problem, they don't want to commit to that every week. What? I would pay whatever the hell it costs as me the talent, me the talent. I would pay for that myself, whatever it costs to get it done, because I'd be over like Rover. I'd be selling T-shirts out the yin yang. I'd be incredibly. I'd be over. Why would I not do that? Of course I would. Yeah. I, I, well, I think the whole premise was the demon is like that next level. So it's kind of like we can't have the demon be every week. We got to have Finn and then Finn has to take no, it. But, 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 I, but I agree. Yeah. That, was, that was my critique of him on the main roster, which was like, Bro. okay, so Finn's just always going to just kind of lose. He's not going to win anything until he becomes a demon. You know, If you can have the fiend, you can have demon. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. 
No, I just, but knowing that it's there, knowing that's an option and having it there for takeover, what I'm saying is tonight, like Pete Dunn, we know Pete Dunn is a badass. He's a fantastic wrestler. Oh, Finn Balor is a great wrestler, but this tonight for a takeover, considering the four matches that came before it, it felt like here's guys that we, we've seen wrestle a lot. It's great they're having a match together. It was a fantastic match, yeah. but it didn't feel like, to borrow a phrase from it, it didn't feel like the crescendo. It didn't feel like it took it up a notch yeah. from what came so before this, it. So the story that they've built throughout the television uh, show on this, Glenn, was um, Pete Dunne, you know, all, all these uh, uh, European talents overseas, um, look, you know, looked up to Finn Balor, and there was a certain path to get to WWE, and Finn Balor is the one who blazed that trail, so to speak. Um I don't know how they simply for, how everybody all of a sudden forgot about, you know, William Wrinkle, yeah. Fit Finley, and a whole host of others. But I'll digress. Um, and he basically the story is I am no I, I'm no Finn Balor. I don't want to be a Finn Balor. He ain't the poster boy, and I'm gonna burn. You know what I mean? I'm gonna burn it down and blah 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 blah. And that part of it was kind of okay. I'll take that. Um, I want to be done to win. I'm frustrated he didn't win. Um, but. It is what it is. This was not better than the women's match, though. Yeah, I mean, this this match going into it, again, <clears throat> uh, all the great stuff that came before it, it did no favors to these guys. I, I I give them credit for they at least made sure their match was paced and 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 done differently than the other four. Like they they they, they took a while to really build and get into that that high gear, and even their high gear wasn't. Um, you know, it, it, there's it was no such thing as a bad Pete Dunn match. I'm just gonna put that out there. No, there's no I, such I mean, thing. There's it's no a good match. It, it, after after you saw a hundred miles per hour, this was a this was a build a build and, and the technical and the the the, the joint um, the joints are they're talking about. This this was really good, and I, I'm with you, Matt. There was a few times where I was like, I think Pete might have this. Pete might have this, and, and you know, so that's good. Um, but yeah, Finn wins it. I mean, like I said, I thought I said this this past Friday on Busted Open Radio on Sirius XM. I thought it would be Finn and Cross at Mania, so I guess that still potentially holds up. But then uh, back to Matt's original point at the start of this night. Okay, think that's it. You've given me plenty. You've given me tournament ends. You've given me title matches. And now you're going to rush a whole other group, a whole other story out. Uh, I mean, I was like, oh, God. And and by the way, like, this is still like saying it's the least nice mansion on the block. You know, (laughs) you go to Nobu, you get the nine core chefs tasting meal. Even the worst thing you have that night is better than Monday Night Raw, which is like eating a Denny's. Oh, my God. Really? Yes. Yes. You know, I just want to be clear to people that we're not disparaging. I mean, this was all great. We're talking about the least great thing we saw tonight. You know, uh, Cactus J22, five bucks, saying Finn Balor said in the past that putting on the paint is forever. Arduous process. Yes. Sounded like yep. it was more of a hassle for it. Yes, Cactus, we already know that. If you know that, guess who else knows that? We already know that, Cactus. Yeah, um, <laughs> but, but, but. Again, when your when your career is not where it's supposed to be right now, all right. I'm I'm just looking at it this way. I stuttered for crying out loud. I, I there there's nothing that a talent wouldn't want to do to put themselves in the best situation to succeed, whether that's sitting in paint for five hours or not. Uh, I may, maybe I'm wrong. But, maybe but, I'm, maybe Finn Balor is cool where he's at on this level. Maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, man. I mean, just to play devil's advocate, I this is the all that Finn Balor's been doing on NXT has been. I mean, other than winning the inaugural Universal Title, but then having to vacate it twenty four hours later, you know, his run on Raw SmackDown, and this has been a this has been a revival to his career as Finn. Why? 
That's why, bro. Well, but but here's the thing. He's going to be 40 this year. So this is probably it. I mean, I don't, I don't know how, how much. I mean, this it's probably makes some yeah. makes some guys in NXT, and that's that. I mean, I you know, I don't know. Which is great. I just, I want, I, I've always want. I just want to see him get his WrestleMania main event payday, because I, that, that was like, I, that was my favorite character. I'm not going to pretend it wasn't. That was by far my favorite character on television, for like two straight years, I'd say. And I'm like, this is going to be a grand. And we all said that this is going to be a grand slam when it gets to TV. There's no way you can mess this up. And they messed it up. Because Vince started getting a Woodrow over watching him walk down the ring wearing a leather coat uh, and smiling too overly smiling and then telling the kid to smile even more. Yeah. Instead yeah. of staying to the demon character, which again, I'll, I'm going to beat that into the ground. No, no, it's true. Demon Finn is a million times cooler than Cool Rider Finn. Uh, I, there's definitely more. Cool to Rider. It. There it is. Yeah. Uh, Alonzo Smith uh, saying, who cares though? When Finn is a demon, he's still the same person. He wrestles the same. Eh, but man that's the that's kind of the point i feel like this is my through line on a lot of this is that great wrestling is abundant it is everywhere now especially on nxt character is the difference yes and today's day and age the characters are lacking you can't say they're not they are they are sans the women's division on nxt ironically yeah that i'm dead serious um but we can watch great talented wrestlers wrestle on every single WWE show they have. The guys have upped the ante like something we've never seen before as far as bell-to-bell action goes, right? This is all true. But that's not what gets it done. I just got done telling you I was falling asleep during that main event match. Like, yeah. that shouldn't be happening. It wasn't because of the action. It wasn't because of the pacing of the match. It was because I don't give a crap about Finn Balor's character. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah. It, well, it, it makes it feel more special when he wrestles as the demon, I think. Of course uh, it does. He's got a dope entrance, and his wrestling is slightly different, not much, as the demon character. And he has this invincibility about him. Tina Miller is saying, yes, that bothers me as well, or bothers me too. Uh, all these alter egos have the same finishers and everything. They should wrestle differently a little. Now, if Finn would have lost tonight to Pete Dunne and then came back as the demon for a rematch... That would have been a great way to rebirth the character. I think uh, Finn winning tonight was great. He got attacked after by Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. And then Undisputed Era came. It looked like they were going to save Finn. And then Adam Cole super kicked Finn in the face. Uh, but O'Reilly was not happy with this. So uh, then Cole super kicked O'Reilly in the face. And that's the other problem, too. We just had this burner of a match between Pete Dunne and Finn Balor. Like, Two of the greatest, uh, you know, overseas uh, uh, European wrestlers alive uh, working today. We had this great match for the NXT title, and it was overshadowed by Adam Cole attacking Undisputed Era. For me, it felt like it should have felt bigger, but it didn't. It felt like a stab in after a shooting, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I mean, I think on paper I can see what they're. I think I think they're looking. Okay, we need to end the show, and like so, just having Finn just win, maybe that's Is not that a big enough? enough. That's not enough ending, but which okay on paper, but yeah, I think once it was executed, like we've been talking about a lot of the show, it was we 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 had enough. I, I don't know if we needed, you know, I mean, but we did, yeah, we did, but. Uh, but I mean, this is good. Adam Adam Cole thrives as a heel. He's best as a heel, and so oh my god, so, yes, you know, yes, I love that part of it. And, and let's be, let me be clear. This show to me was 
when we rate this show on one to ten, I'm giving this easily an eight and a half. I'm dead serious. I thought this was a great show. I just did not dig the main event. Eric Court, $5, saying, uh, I'm an old school wrestling fan since the late 70s. I'm loving this. Great talk, dudes. Thank you, Thank you. Eric. Thanks, Eric. Um, it is weird though. I mean, like that's the through line on this podcast. Wrestling is the best it's ever been bell to bell, but the two things that suffer and that impede our enjoyment of the show are lack of great characters and the lack of great storytelling, because I think you need all three. It's that holy trifecta, that Trinity that makes a fantastic wrestling product. When you have fantastic storylines, great characters and when they get in the ring they can go and i feel like we're getting maybe one and a half maybe two out of three on a good week but it's very rare we get three out of three especially on any wwe brand chat room that let's be very clear chat room i'm friends with this guy i don't like talking about him this way i don't um but let me ask you on the chat room finn balor's character just give me three to four words to describe his character right now go I can't see it, so I'm trusting you, Glenn. Yeah, like, uh, uh, I mean, uh, I'm waiting, Matt. G-F-Y, G-F-Y, Matt. <laughs> no, I, he's got fantastic abs. He's in very good shape. He looks like a badass. I think when he was going not, to do the bull. Not uh, character. That's not yeah. character. He's got fantastic abs. That's a that's character work right there, right? Like, no, it's not. No, that's that's you know? diet and, uh, and, and yeah. cardio it's work. Not, it's not character. Yeah, no, people are saying dry, James Potts, vanilla AF. It bothers uh-huh. me. It bothers me that he when, uh, when, when he would he would tug at the jacket as much as he always yeah, used to. Yeah, eighty nine, the brainchild, dull James Dean, Lonzo, Gordon, Blanded, unexciting. Because that's what they did. That's what Vince made him do. I feel. I feel Vince yeah, did I this. I could see Vince telling him to do that. I, could, I totally could see it. I smile and wrestle. Good lord, you guys are vicious. I felt like we were throwing some shade, just saying the demon's cooler, and the chat room is just roasting. He is cooler. The demon's the best. Oh man. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, wow, they're really like they're more down on Finn than we are. I was just saying, like, he's he's good, but he could be better. A Hoka ripped forty year old. I do want to um, get I do want to give Finn credit though. He got his fingers worked, you know, by Dunn in the match, and only Finn always does the point. And I do oh, like yeah. the fact that the subtlety that he he never that's in good. his he, he he like sold the fingers the whole way through. Uh, Jody yeah. Sean Jenkins, Canadian $5, saying, I may be wrong, here, but here is my issue with Finn. Guy can work, no question, but I look at him, I just think of him as someone who didn't make it on Raw. Wow. And that can happen. Um, I remember when I got sent back down to Louisville, to OVW, after Brock Lesnar quit, Nathan, Nathan Jones first quit, and then Brock Lesnar quit. So, like, they didn't have anything for me. It was a good opportunity for me to get more seasoning as a heel. Um but I remember, like, the OVW arena was chanting, like, SmackDown reject when I got sh- shipped back down there. Um, but so it's hard. So I had to change my character all the way around completely um, to get that stank off me a little bit. And and that you're right about that. I think a lot of people see it that way. I don't think that's always fair. And I thought WWE did a good job of trying to at least explain that this was his idea. He wanted to go back to NXT. Yeah. Um, I was happy they did that at least for him, but I don't know. This is why I just want to see the damn demon character. All this goes away. Just do the demon character. I don't hey, know. M- I- maybe, maybe if if they if I'm right, if they do build to him and Cross over the next uh, eight weeks to Mania, maybe that maybe it forces him to have to tap into yeah uh, demon. Uh, I- Irish uh, Fonzie, Fonzie. <laughs> so eighty nine, the brainchild. So Irish he goes Fonzie. from this. 
So he goes from this into, hey, that's what he's saying. Irish Fonzie would be a fantastic character. Why don't, why don't they lean into that? Uh, Isn't that what Seamus is trying to do? No? Is it? I don't know. Maybe needs no, to I'm being facetious, Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see Seamus bang a jukebox. Uh, <laughs> Micah Wallace seals $5. A stale, boring, dull mid-carter at best. Prince Devin makes Finn Balor look like a... The chat room really has some pent-up rage towards Finn Balor. Even I agree with the Prince Devin. Prince Devin was freaking cool, too. But I don't know. That, that, that damn demon character to me, I can't get off it because it was one of the coolest things I've seen in modern wrestling as far as characters go. I thought. Uh, I Issa, NYC Demon Diva, our Friday co-host, says Finn Balor lost his demon once he got married. I also lost interest ever since. Huh? Well, when Finn got married is when he stopped doing the demon character. Oh. The timing of it just worked out. Uh, Cactus J five dollars said, "Matt, be honest. If he was six ten or six eleven, would you care about him more? If he's in the role of a bully, slightly more, yes, hmm. because then I want to see him get popped in the mouth and get upset eventually by David. That's why. That's what everybody usually wants to see with that big bruiser, big strong uh, bully guy. Generally, yeah. naughty or nice four ninety nine saying is wwe avoiding demon balor because the similarities to the fiend might be too similar or overshadow it oh well oh well they're supposed to be the, the you know wwe supposed to be like what the land of the jungle where uh, you know you're out there on your own and your job is to get over at all costs um i don't think they're too similar honestly i think they both can work in fact i think that's a match that's a wrestlemania match if it's done right um i don't know i don't know I just I don't know, love the character. It's money. Sean, I, need a better, I need a better mancer, Glenn, than it takes too long to put on the paint. I no, I agree. Buy, I can't buy that. You know, Robert Englund hated the makeup process of Freddy Krueger, but uh, I'm just saying, his biggest paydays did not come after he stopped putting on the makeup. Sean Wiley, $5, says, Finn Balor is what I call a purgatory wrestler, really talented, but really can't decide on what fence he's on, and that creates apathy for him. He's still the NXT champion. I mean, just, he's not yeah. just, you know, swinging he's on one the, the best. Card. Let's be clear. He's one of the best wrestlers in the world. There's no question about his talent. It's just, again, we want that other component, which is the character development. Um, where he's been there long enough and he should be given this character development. And I just don't see it. And if we never had the demon, I think, I yes, feel like he would have had to come too. up with something else. You know? Me too. Well, well no, I was going to say, I think we'd be a lot. I think we might be well, thinking yeah. about this very differently. I think once you show me that you can't, you can't just, Hey, just kidding. And put it back in the closet somewhere that never to be taken out again. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's tough. So, uh, don't tease was, me like that. That was takeover tonight. <laughs> Guys, give me your scores. I didn't get your scores. I get I had eight and a half for me, Justin. Uh, I'll go eight. Yeah, I think eight and a half is fair. It was very good. It was a very good show. And these complaints feel like small nitpicking. Yeah. Uh, yes. but that's if not why are we doing the podcast we're just gonna show up every match was fantastic oh that match was fantastic love these guys they can go watch these guys wrestle all day i mean we could do that and be in and out and in then the minutes. guys make they all make fun of me when i was like yeah it was good it was a great match <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when i give that as far as my commentary they all make fun of me so it's like what do you guys want yeah yeah 
Well, here's the deal. As Robert Blythe is saying, great takeover. Nine out of ten. Got to get to sleep yes. for work early tomorrow. Fun podcast as always. Get some rest tonight because tomorrow we've got the after show on stereo. And uh, again, Stereo is the sponsor of this podcast, or the sponsor of our after show. And if you want to join us tomorrow night, be sure to download the Stereo app for iOS or Android. Follow Stereo.com slash Matt Morgan, Stereo.com slash Glenn Rubenstein. And tomorrow night, we want to we want you to decide where the show goes. So be sure to join us. Maybe we'll talk more about Finn Balor. Maybe we'll uh, come up with our petty grievances more about wrestling and just the things that really, really bother us that we can't say on this podcast, but we'll say it yes. on Stereo. And maybe maybe we'll have a more explosive show tomorrow night uh, on Stereo than we even in last Monday, which check it out. You can go back and listen to us. Uh, if you missed the live show, you can go back and listen to the archives by following us on Stereo and check it out. Matt, just, just that was insane. Five years. I learned things about Matt I never knew anymore. It was fantastic. Tune in and find out what we're going to talk about tomorrow night. Get that Stereo app. Follow Matt Morgan and myself. Justin Labar, so good to see you again. Good to see you. It's a nice little reunion. Nice trio. I know. We don't get to do this enough. You're too cool to do Wednesdays with us. It's a lot of work, man. I agree. I agree. I don't, it is I don't a lot of work. I don't disagree. I was. That. I told. I told Glenn before. Before you came on, Matt. I was so happy tonight that it was that we were starting at like nine thirty Eastern time, and that it was only one show I had to worry about. <laughs> <You know>? Amen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Joni Shaw Jenkins pointing out that Finn was indeed the first one the Fiend took out. That yeah. was uh, the Fiend's debut match, but Finn oh, yeah. wasn't the demon for that though. No, he wasn't. Yeah. So there you go. SummerSlam uh, two years ago, right? Yeah. Um, so thanks everyone. Uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow night to talk about raw and Matt and I in the after show afterwards. Have a good night, everyone. Catch you back here on the wrestling. Inc. Podcast. Thanks, guys. Take care. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.